Happy Aloha Friday. What's up, everybody? This is the Explicit Aloha Podcast. Uh, fuck, I don't even know what episode it is already. 25? 24. 24. Thanks for joining me. And uh, yeah, welcome. How you guys been? It is the 8th of July. 9th. Jesus. Oh, I apologize. Um, It's the 9th of July. It's fucking... Almost August, and my kids are going back to school soon. Summer's almost over. But, um, yeah, I know it's good for them to get back in school and get off the video games for a little bit. Although they have been fucking jamming some basketball. That's been good. And been going beach a little. We, well, we we just went yesterday. So, um, yeah, but uh, another thing that was starting in August is tour tour was gonna start in august and so we just announced that we're not going to be going on the tour anymore tour anymore and um yeah i'm not really gonna get into it i'm not gonna talk about any specifics or anything like that but you know i think as a band probably dropping out of this tour was one of the hardest decisions we had to make you know um it wasn't something we wanted to do but you know so like we were like we said it's like sometimes things just happen where you have to put you got to put family or personal things first and it just things happen man fucking shit happens and luckily fuck luckily the reb team and the revolution boys e-rock marley rory fucking wes <coughs> Um, you know, I, I, I just appreciate those guys for always having our backs and being super cool, um, and understanding, you know, family, uh, they're, they're family and they they know what's up, you know, that we, we needed, we needed this little, you know, we needed this. And so hate to do that to them and, you know, they're so gracious, but. It is what it is, really, and I just, you know, like I said, I, I don't want. I'm not gonna get into any specifics, but um, I, w- we were reading a lot of the comments and stuff, and just I want to thank everybody for all of the support. You know, um, th- I was just saying we're not splitting up. No one is leaving the band. It's, it's nothing that is negatively going to fucking change or affect you know what is the green i mean it will it you know whatever it is really you know is a gonna eventually gonna be a good thing and you know yeah just family comes first bro personal you know w- w- we're a family and you know that's just how we treat each other and that's what you know this is about and uh, you know i just it's it's really hard to even get into it because i'm not gonna fucking talk about exactly what it is so either way either way um i just want to thank everybody you know for for having our backs and under understanding i mean we're all family men and you know all of our fans a lot of you guys have had families that you've started within the last 10 or 11 years. 
and uh so you understand but anyway i i thank you guys and um we're very thankful just to be able to do what we do so new music coming out still all right fucking i'm not gonna dwell on on this podcast is like uh, uh, like this episode is not gonna be about that i'm pretty much done talking about that because <laughs> that's not what it's for in this podcast it's like fuck this is almost like therapy for myself just a fucking rant rant and bullshit um and talk with my friends yeah, but it's you know like it's just good fun and i'm gonna kind of move on from that shit so we're gonna move on fucking um yeah we're just uh i'm actually in the rehearsal room right now that we've been using for the last six months and we're gonna have it for for a while longer it's fucking great just to have a spot you know uh, we're constantly able to work out of here and do whatever we gotta do and shit so um we're gonna be yeah so i love it it's fucking it's nice and sometimes i do the fucking podcast over here but uh speaking of podcasts i've been listening to the midnight miracle i don't know if you guys have listened to it um sorry my my voice is kind of fucking gone i played golf with caleb at six in the morning and then i went beach with the family for like three hours or something i don't know i don't know i just noticed that um sound like shit but what the fuck was i talking about oh the midnight miracle all right yeah the midnight miracle so uh, let me get a sip of my drink fucking real quick the midnight miracle Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm drinking. Uh, it's been a long time since I fucking talked about what I'm drinking. Um, I don't know. Voodoo Ranger. Voodoo Ranger. V2K. IPA. Not the best name. But it's good. It's IPA. It's got some fruity shit, all right? So why am I thinking of my mom right now going, ah, I don't want that shit. It's got like guava and grapefruit. And, but you can't really taste that. It's pretty smooth, and it's a strong, not super strong. It's not a sour either. Um, somebody, one of, I forget who asked me if it was a sour. Um, somebody somebody yeah good stuff cheers cheers to everybody out there cheers mm. okay let's move on uh midnight miracle yeah so if you guys haven't listened to it yet dave Chappelle, most deaf and talib Kweli, and they have all kinds of different guests but the way that it's set up the podcast itself is like this beautiful just mix of music and editing transitions and all these cool effects on the voices sometimes and 
it's put together just beautifully and pretty brilliantly and it's i I guess it's supposed to be made right to be like to be on records to be vinyl which is dope because i I love we love vinyl we we love vinyl okay and so the vinyl shit's fucking pretty crip and it sounds like it the theme song's got like you know some vinyl shit happening and so anyway, go go listen to it. Go check it out. I'm not going to say much more about it. it fucking, I'm not going to tell you anything more about it. I'm not going to say much more about it. But I was listening to it and they were talking about, oh, fuck, the latest. The latest one has Bill Burr and Kevin Hart as guests. So it's fucking great. It's just brilliant. It's just, it's just genius, you know. But the funny, fuck. Spoiler alert, I'm going to just, you know, if you want to fast forward or whatever, timestamp, go check the timestamp. I'm going to spoiler alert this fucker. But um, it's just Kevin Hart kind of like, kind of like bags on Bill Burr about his bald head. And uh, what else did he fucking kind of kind of tease him about? I think it was just his bald head and how he's going it's like balder and getting worse and something like that and saying he looks fucking i don't know talk talking shit about the way he looks and uh bill burr just fucking kind of started going off on him it was just like started he said like uh your your outfit my my daughter has the same outfit that you're wearing right now <laughs> like then you know it's like they're kind of doing this back and forth thing, but Bill kind of gets, <laughs> kind of goes off and sort of gets the best of him, and um, Dave kind of is like, kind <laughs> even Dave fucking is like, all right, all right, you know that's that's enough of that kind of shit, and then he goes, oh, but my wife actually does have the same outfit. <laughs> it's like a Bill was like it was like a tie dye. Two piece or some shit or onesie or something, and um, and they're talking about hell rooms. Hell room is like you know their their example of it was Dave said he was performing on a stage doing comedy and like two feet in front of him there was uh someone making salads you know just like the most stupid ridiculous place to be performing and trying to you know, do your act and to do your act like in front of somebody making salads and like probably super bright lights, like cafeteria style. I don't know. He didn't say anything else, but that was just the example. And it made me think about all the shitty venues that we've played <laughs> and that we will probably continue to play because that's kind of like, that's just kind of how it is. You know, you, you, you play these places that have like, you know, it's it it's made into a venue. Some of them, they're usually not like set up to be a fucking live music like venue. At least a lot of the you know a lot of the places you play on tour and the little circuits and shit. You know, you jam those fucking spots and it's dirty, fucking nasty. But when we uh, when we travel around and stuff, you know, we end up playing sometimes you know fucking weird setups like because i was trying to think of like the equivalent 
of a musician's thing. I mean, obviously it would be almost the exact same thing, maybe like somebody making food. And then I was thinking, you know, there is a venue in Washington where there's a sushi, sushi chef, sushi chef. Should I say that like fucking seven times fast? Sushi chef, 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 sushi chef. All right. I guess it's not that hard. Um, but he's making it in the fucking back of the venue and you're on the very opposite side of the, of the fucking room playing and it was bomb and I love that place. It was called Jazz Bones in Tacoma, Washington. Shout out to Jazz Bones in Tacoma, Washington. Fucking Dan and everybody. Oh, uh, they had good food over there. Not just the sushi, bro. Not just the sushi. Uh, I think they put on the reggae fest also, or they have something to do with it, right? Reggae on the way, is that right? I'm probably butchering everything right now and getting names wrong, but anyway, yeah. So, fucking hell rooms, I guess, you know. Uh, that's not a hell room. I'm not calling that a hell room. I was just thinking, it reminded me of the fucking venue we played where there was someone making food, but it was on the opposite side of the room, you know? Play fucking places where there's people making food all the time. We play baby luau's and birthdays and grad parties and fucking weddings and shit like that all the time. And there's always, like, someone making food and frying fish or fucking making plates in the corner along the wall. Whatever. You know, like, uh, it's not... Like, uh, I'm trying to think if there is ever something really fucking weird. I played a first time we ever played in uh, New Jersey. When first time we ever went to the mainland as the Green with Anuhea on the Right Love Tour, we fucking played in New Jersey in Lowell, fucking Lowell, New Jersey, New Jersey, and the venue had like stripper cages on the right and left side of the of the stage. No strippers or anything. But um, I guess that's not that fucking nuts. It's, I, I can't even think of a good fucking hell room. I don't really want to talk shit about any fucking crazy spots. I'm trying to think like there's got to be. I'm sure like um, some of my friends, Kaika, whoever's listening right now is like screaming. is like, bro, what about this place and that place? Um. There's definitely, I'm not saying there's places we don't hate to play at, <laughs> but they're not hell rooms. Like, they're not like, like, like anti fucking vibes. You know what I mean? Um, it's just, they are what they are. It's usually sound, it's usually sound related, <laughs> but anyway. Um, yeah. And then one more, one more last spoiler fucking the end of this whole midnight miracle back to the back to the fucking original point the midnight miracle podcast right they were talking about this bill burr kevin hart dave Chappelle, talking about the hell rooms um just just, just venues you play coming up and um and then they moved on and they talked about richard pryor and they were pretty much at the very end of it they were talking about um how he had like you know been really open and honest about how how he felt and how how he who he was and that was kind of into his 
he built who he was into his routine so just so smoothly and um it was so the end the very end of the midnight miracle episode this specific section it ends it ends with dave saying you know he said he said, wow, my, my hero felt so bad about himself once that he lit himself on fire. Just keep going, you know, just his fucking hero felt so bad about himself one time that he lit himself on fire, you know. So just just keep going, you know, you just got to. Don't stop. There's some good lessons in that episode. Listen to that. Check it out. It's on Luminary. Fuck. Subscribe to the free fucking seven day thing. And then it's like four ninety nine a month after that. So I'm going to have to cough up some fucking dough. But I think it's worth it. Shit is dope. I wonder how many episodes is going to be. I just have a feeling it's not going to be like endless, right? It's not going to be just fucking constantly forever. The shit sounds like they recorded all of it already and it's like going to end soon. But we'll see. Check it out though. Go check it. Um Yeah. You know, you know this this whole this whole stuff uh with the green, it's like the one thing that has been happening lately that's been pretty cool pretty nice is uh you know i've been spending a little more time with caleb kind of like just talking shit like brainstorming and even the boys in the band like some of us have been just getting a chance to you know just brainstorm about bigger bigger ideas and outside of the box kind of shit and so sometimes we'll fucking be hanging out at the house uh Caleb and I just kind of like you know the house that I'm talking that I'm referring to has had generations of the family in it musical family and there's been just you know a lot a lot 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 that has happened there and to me it's got a really rich history of of music and just just a lot of things came and went through that place. And it's it's just kind of a special spot and um it's it seems like when we're just fucking sitting there just like cho- chopping it up, talking shit that it just seems like uh you know things it's almost like uh we're we're out there weaving, you know, these these thoughts into into you know these ideas into legit possibilities into fucking you know narrowing it down like you gotta throw out a bunch of ideas sometimes and just talk a bunch of shit you know just like go for it you know yeah let's do this and that and you know don't don't worry about the you know any kind don't worry about what the problems are or you know deal with those later just kind of shoot for the stars kind of shit so you're not dumb my point in this whole fucking rant right now is that it just seems like when we're when we're fucking 
doing that, it seems like we're perpetuating what's been, what's always happened in my mind. Like it's always been musicians that have not only obviously musicians who've lived in that house, but so many fucking people in Caleb's family have been, you know, connected to music or in music and lived there and created there and I, and rehearsed there and, came up with ideas for for songs you know so you know um seems like when we're talking it's like the perfect spot you know you know we it may be a little messy you know i may have some some stuff to clean up but fuck bruh there's just something about you know it's like it's like being a, it's like being back in the day again it's like when we're first you know it's like we're getting together all the time when the green was first starting now we're adults you know we all got kids and families some guys live out our islands and stuff and you know that's kind of that's a beautiful thing and um but yeah it's just like now it's just kind of the same thing it feels like you know there's like the world is our oyster and poss- there's a lot of possibilities so that's a cool thing i'm thankful for that for that feeling and to be able to you know you know it's funny i always say be able be able like be able you should be able to do something or are you able i don't say are you able because that'd be fucking retarded because that would be fucking psycho um be able I'm pretty sure. I'm I'm almost positive I say be able. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Uh yeah. Did you guys get that fucking Asato family sherbet or what? Green dropped some fucking ice creams. The green pickled mango. That bugger was mean. So we did like uh we got to go and make the fucking thing. If you don't know what a Sato family is, it's a local shop. Sherbert and Sorbet. Just the most delectable, delicious fucking they take all your favorite local like crack seed store flavors, you know, Lihimoy gummy bears and fucking mango fucking Mango, uh, you know, like m- dried mango, like limoy mango peeling, cuttlefish, and fucking um, not cuttlefish. I'm just kidding. Just you know, they take all the cool fucking flavors and they make just mental sherbet. They make ice cream out of it, basically. I just like to call it ice cream. It's easier that way. Uh, they make ice creams, and. So I've been I've been a fan of these guys for a long time. I've been I've been sampling these fucking ice cream drops. When the COVID shit was full swing and everything was locked down, they were doing pre-order only. So you had to like pre-order it at a specific time on like two days a week only. And the shit would sell out. Some days it'd be like two minutes. It was fucking sold out one minute. But guarantee within like five, ten minutes, you're not getting anything. 
but kind of depended what the new drop was you know like they did a loves loves powdered donuts flavor that one was mean uh, my favorite one was the fucking the cream puffs oh my god lily hub bakery cream puffs that was the meanest one uh in my book but yeah so and now as i'm saying all this i i feel bad i realize that anyone on the mainland or anywhere anywhere listening to this can't have those ice creams but fuck man come come visit um and get them but our flavor is probably going to be gone by now by then by now yeah it's probably gone um so it's cool though because like i said i've been eating this shit and getting fat off of it for a long time and it was cool to see like exactly how they make everything and go behind the scenes and hang out with neil and his family who are hilarious the fucking aunties uh were just super sweet and funny and awesome lovely fucking it was really really fun in there um we got to eat, you know, like help out. We did everything. Fuck, we, we Kaika rinsed the mangoes. Kaika bear rinsed them. Oh, uh, each one of us peeled the the things. Uh, I don't know if anybody cut them. I think Neil might have cut them. Oh no, I fucking cut some of them. Now that I remember, I cut some of them, and I almost cut my fucking finger because that knife was mental. And yeah. We did the pouring, the picking, the fucking pickling. I did fuck up, though, when I was putting the so. So the batch we made that we actually made ice cream out of, that batch was pre-made by Neil. All right. So we came in there and we recorded and made a batch, but it has to sit overnight. It has to pickle. Right. It's pickle mango. So it has to sit overnight and it didn't get a chance. Right. Because we're, we're only just fucking filming. So he, he made one the day before. Right. And um, but same recipe. Except for the I'm not even going to I cannot tell, I cannot I cannot say secret. But so anyway. So, yeah, we made it and, um, you know, we made it anyway. So we got to make it. But. The one that we actually turned into ice cream, he made it. So when he took it out and the next step from there was to take tongs and grab all each little grab all the little strips of mango, drop them in the blender. Right. But they're sitting in this giant jar full of pickling juice, red liquid. They're they're all pink and red. They turned pink and red uh, and it's full of lihimoi. Like full of these fucking lihimui. Lihimui is dried plum. Rock salt plum, they call it. It's there's, there's different kind. There's white. There's red. Uh, super like sour and sweet. Big time f- Hawaii candy, you know. Probably in parts of Asia too, I'm, I'm assuming. I'm assuming. But... I'm assuming, and it's fucking mean, brah. So Lihimui just gives that pop, you know. It gives it that meow. And the you can make Lihimui powder. Uh, like the the Lihimui powder 
goes on everything. You can make margaritas. They're a fucking big deal over here. Lihimoy margarita. Make a regular margarita, but when you salt the rim, you fucking you dip it instead of in salt. You you dip it or roll it or whatever. Coat it in lihimoy powder, and it gives you that salt sour fucking delicious like umami almost kind of vibe except it's only like two flavors like salt sour sweet three but yeah so when i was fucking putting the mango in the vitamix ah i fucked up i put a a lihimoy seed in there and that was the one thing that they said not to do and that that's the funny part about hanging out with Neil and, and the aunties. I think one might have been his uh, sister, auntie, mom. I don't know. And the other one could have been his auntie, mom, auntie. I don't know. I don't want to say. I don't know. Fuck. I don't even know. They were just sweet and awesome. And they busted my balls because I didn't take one of the limoises out. And as soon as the blender turned it on, it went, brah, 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 brah. And she was like, turn it off, Ali. There's a seed in there. Turn it off. I was like, fuck. I fucked up. I fucked up. I was the only one who fucked up in that whole process. So I can admit it. And Neil, creative genius slash jack of all trades, more like of a more like king of all trades. Um dug in there with you know put the big fat gloves on and had to reach into the abyss and fished out the fucking completely whole unbroken limoy seed luckily they stopped the vitamix blades in time it didn't fuck up the blades or chop up the seed at all so there was no chunks of fucking seed which would have been horrible in your fucking ice cream you're feeding your kids yeah you're feeding your kids the green pickle mango limoy ice cream and fucking one of them bites into a fucking limoy seed because uncle zion forgot to uh you know check super good and one of those little buggers got past one of those little fuckers slipped slipped past the gates but it got out so uh there was there should have been zero seeds in your fucking ice cream so and uh yeah anyway that was a blast those guys were so cool super fun and go and support them asato family they're off poly and vineyard i believe they're like right by safeway um people's cafe i think is over there yeah they got some mean stuff. Um, yeah, brah. So anyway, um, I don't know. That's pretty much it for this week, I'm going to have to say. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck, I got vaccinated. Um, you know, yeah. And I'm not trying to, like, virtue signal or anything, bro. I just think, you know, it's like, uh, I just tell you. I just thought I'd fucking tell you guys. Um, I got it. I got the vaccination. Um, I was on the, fa- I didn't want to do it. You know, there's a million thoughts that go through your head. You're like, 
You're like, I don't fucking trust anybody. Any politician really, I kind of trust. I trust Bernie, honestly. But I don't trust Biden. I fucking, he's sketch. Trump, don't even get me started over here. Uh, you know, but this vaccination has nothing to do with any of those things. That's what I honestly think. So it's a vaccination. And I know there's choke. People are like, brah, fuck you, Babylon, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I get it. But there's also another side where if you look at the stats of who's dying and who's getting really sick and really just it's the fucking unvaccinated. It's like 99.9% of people who are dying um, in some of these cases, uh, I don't know what this, I, how's me throwing out facts, yeah, without clear fucking, like, I can't throw out a, a number like 99.9% and then the rest of the sentence have just vague fucking vague references. So I apologize for that. But basically I'm saying fucking I got the vaccination. I feel like in parts of the world like India or other places where people are fucking dying and can't get it and it's just like could literally probably be saved i do believe that um yeah i believe it so i went and got the fucking thing and um felt fine the first fucking day after the first one and the second one i was fine too and i just i'm like you know i just got lucky because I know people in way better shape than me who got who got really sick on the day after their second shot. So um, I just got lucky, I guess. There was a point that I thought I had a fucking like my stomach was kind of sore and that lasted like fucking 10 minutes and never came back. So I don't think that had anything to do with the shot unless it was just feeling weird in my in my tum tum. And then there was a point where my after the second shot the day after the second shot i was doing dishes like 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 six in the afternoon or something i don't know what it was and my and i was like oh my fucking my body hurts i was i I think this vaccine this vaccine is making me fucking feel shitty it was like my back hurts and finish up the dishes and as soon as i was done with the dishes and like stood up straight my back stopped hurting so yeah um that was just old and fucking doing dishes and need to stretch but yeah so once again i'm not talking i'm if you don't want to get the vaccine like that's fine I, i i don't feel any kind of way some of my favorite people in the world are super anti vax and even our hardcore opposite view of politics that I am. And I love them dearly and I don't really care, you know, how you feel and whatever. It's more about who you are inside and your heart and all that, all that cool stuff. So um, either way, you know what? Um, I just appreciate you guys listening and I appreciate all the love that we've been getting from everybody in response to you know us dropping off of this tour once again thank you for that and fuck get ready because we're coming fucking uh, this we haven't we're not coming on this tour but the next one is going to be fucking in your face and you know 
we got we got lots of new stuff coming and we're gonna basically come back fucking stronger than ever and we ain't really going anywhere so can't really say we're coming back stronger than ever we ain't fucking leaving we just need to fucking you know we need to malama small kind and um it's never a popular decision if you gotta fucking drop off of a tour you know like no matter what there's gonna be disappointment no matter what you know so we appreciate you guys sticking with us and being being loyal and loving and kind and we promise to be the exact same way right back at you you know we are we are humbled and thankful for you guys love and just want to appreciate you guys listening too also um that's just me speaking on behalf fuck you go talk to the boys they'll probably be like yep uh yeah what he said fucking listen to this badass song i wrote um no <laughs> All right. All right. I love you guys. Thank you so much for uh, 